I'm John from Unqualified Gamers. Hello, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Don't be jealous that my robot penis is bigger than your robot penis. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. This makes Burt Reynolds blush. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in three, two, one. We're back. That's I right. was really hoping that that, that would have made it. So, yeah, it's oh, did that not off. make it in? I don't think I was it did. in a different screen, so I couldn't tell. So, oh, that was a good laugh, though. If you listen to the live show, you missed Naki trying to get some text in before the live show started, so you catch the tail end of it. Sadly, I don't think it made it. And if you're listening to the later audio podcast, you have no idea what we're talking about. So we apologize because I'll edit. But Sorry. I laughed over the Not intro bad. because of biscuits. Biscuits. That's the best way of putting it. So, welcome everyone to episode 187 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We are not canceled yet. Contrary to on your motherfucking ass. Yes, we're not canceled so yet. Far. Now, it's possible. So if, if you have problems with us, write your congressman and say, we don't like those ATGN guys cancel their show. And it's the internet. You can't, you can't cancel me. Well, but the problem is, is we're in four back. different states. So that's like a whole lot of problem for you. You got like four states that you got to write to if you want to. I'm kind of curious if anyone is actually going to do it, and if they do, that would be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, they right, can write them to the Idaho congressman. They don't do shit. Yeah. They won't even bother to read them. So as, right. we, as we start the show, I should say we've got the full crew here. We've got Naki. Hi. We've got Anthony. What? We've got the guest host extraordinaire, one Willie D. Nelson. He's flexing on camera for those that are listening to the podcast it's, later. It's too legit. Oh, they, they can hear it over the... They sound. can hear the sound of you flexing. <laughs> they can hear the sound of your arm hair. Jesus. I was about to say the hair rustling. I was going to say it's his chest hair against the t-shirt they can hear. Like the Willie... hair on the arm waving in the wind. Yeah, if Willie leans up close to his mic, all you hear is like a sandpaper sound as he moves. No, 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 no. It's like gentle breeze like... over wheat field. Over a wheat I was going to say wheat fields. I don't even know where to go to this. Um, and uh, well, I do. Well, let's go back to that biscuit <laughs> right quick. I can definitely guarantee you, by the end of it, that biscuit had a lot of gravy over it. <laughs> well, so on that pleasant note, who, who has our random story to start the show this week? Was it Naki or was it Willie? I got gotcha. you. Uh, I'm gonna make a fool of myself. Listen to Willie. That yeah, I got. I'm, I'm gonna make a fool of myself a little bit. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know who MC Chris is. I went to one of his shows over in Carborough, North Carolina, uh, a long time ago. And then at one point during the show, he's talking to the audience. He's saying, hey, guys, how many of you are Marvel fans? I was like, you know what? I like Marvel over DC. I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan. And he says, how many of you are DC fans? Like, man, like, I'm a DC kind of fan, whatever. And as soon as he saw it, I said that, I looked down. 
And sure enough, I'm wearing a Batman shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, well. You can be a fan of multiple things. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I was like, I'll go Marvel over DC. Why not? Now I'm, now I'm pretty much just more indie now. I mean, I mean, look at my wall. It's a mix mash of Marvel, DC, Star Wars. It doesn't matter. You can love everything. And the more stuff you love, the better. Unless yeah, so your wall is that. Marvel and Batman, Chris. That's what your wall is. And Star Marvel Wars. and Batman. And Star and, Wars. And, and Which is Star- still Marvel. And Disney. Battlestar Galactica. I don't see much. I don't see much DC. There, there's Batman. That's the only DC you got up there. Well, you got to go look on this <laughs> side of the wall where there's a lot more of the DC action figures like Superman, Flash, Blue Beetle, Zatanna, Power Girl. I got all sorts of stuff on this wall. You just can't see it all with the way my the, my... the one's not good enough to make the main wall. Well, that's my showcase wall. This is the cool stuff. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, the cool stuff. Well, some of it. I mean, I love that Battlestar Galactica poster, over, well, poster picture over my shoulder because it's signed by Edward James Almos, and the dude wrote a damn book on there when he signed it. <laughs> nice. He he is literally one of the nicest guys I've ever met at conventions. Ever. As he is says, awesome. I need more arrow, so I should point out. Nah. I just need to hang this. I haven't hung it yet, but I have arrow here. Nice. And for those that are listening to the audio podcast, it is a picture that one of my artist friends drew up for me with the arrow over Starling City, and in the cityscape it says, you have failed this city. It's pretty sweet. That is a nice one. Who's the artist that did that? His name is Mikey Wood. He's out of Pittsburgh. There you go. He'd probably like his name credited. Yeah, he's done some really good uh, Firefly stuff for me in the past, too. But, yeah. There will so, be some more Firefly coming up and later on. I will let I you know. I certainly hope so. So we're, we're live into the show now. It only took us five and a half minutes to get through the pre-roll. So I don't All know right. I guess... I need, I, need to, I need to throw everything off the rail and talk about something. I yeah, feel well, like... So, <laughs> here's what I'll advise. If we actually want to play Clever, clever Cosplay, we should probably just roll into the News of the Week. Bye, right. bye. So News Let's of the Week. Roll it. News of the Week. Just do it. Live ATG and Studios on... Uh, the news of the week. That's right, awesome people. It's the news of the week. And if you listen to some of my other podcasts, you know I've reused this bump in another one I just realized. So go me for recycling <laughs> bumps. <laughs> I, I just realized I used that nerd alert news for the headlines, but without the voiceover. So, um, oops. See, I heard that when the first time that you, that or the first episode of Nerd Alert, and I was like, that's ATGNs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I produce both shows, so... I was going to say, you're the producer, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> I prefer the term executive producer, because it makes me sound all fancy and dignified. See, I thought you were the associate <laughs> producer. Associate? Damn. Damn. <laughs> when it comes time to renegotiate your contract, you're going to regret that, sir. I'll send oh, you yeah. a tie. We're, we're renegotiating contracts this time, huh? Yeah, we have. We don't even have contracts. Look inside. I do the... all my contract renegotiations inside of a steel cage. So bring do, it on. I do all mine with Ooh. beer. Can I join <laughs> in that steel cage? Okay. Hu- are we gonna hug it out in the steel cage? Just have a hug. We are not gonna hug it out. Steel cage. Damn, do I have to we are gonna mankind Undertaker it out in a steel cage, hell in a cell style. That's, I'm about to say that's hell in a cell. That's not a steel cage. Yeah, that was Difference. hell in a cell. Come on, get your head out of your ass, Anthony. Man, you must do yoga if you can do that. Not in a while. It's it's been a while. I need to get back to doing yoga. All right, so let's let's roll into the news real quick. I'll open things first because Naki's news is going to segue fairly nicely into this. Bleeding Cool had a couple of rumors out there for DC TV shows. The first half I'll take, which is that supposedly Supergirl and Flash are going to cross over. 
Why this is happening is because CBS has picked up the back nine order for Supergirl. And in order to spike ratings, they want to cross over with The Flash and bring in Team Flash. Because The Flash's ratings are freaking awesome. And it legit wins CW some Tuesday nights during that time slot. So it's kind of cool it's going to happen. But they can get away with it, I think. Because if you've been watching Flash, you know there's multiple Earths that are being connected to uh, our Star City. Not Star City, uh, Central City. So it's very easily they could just go through a portal by accident and end up in the Supergirl Earth. And then come back and never have it cross over again. It's so, true. Are we on board with this crossover idea? Does it sound good, bad, indifferent? No, it needs to cross over. The idea that DC was going to keep everything separate, so you have their film universe is one universe, and then their TV universe is a separate universe, and then they go, oh no, Supergirl's all on her own. That was an even dumber decision than splitting them originally. So yeah, actually having them cross over at least a little bit is a really good idea, especially with Grant Gustin. Anything that he's on is going to be better. Actually, I was okay with that split, just because Supergirl's presence is the ultimate deus ex machina for these TV shows. Oh, we need the super-powered Kryptonian to solve this, so if they can make that crossover happen and make it so it doesn't happen all the time, or make it so you're going, well, why doesn't Ollie just call Supergirl to come help with this? That's what you have to do. Yeah, that could get really bad. Because yeah. the showrunners are smarter than that, and that's why you get, like, listen for the thunder. You know, they use Flash one time, very specifically, to solve a problem. Correct. On Arrow, and it was perfect. But you're not, they're not, I mean, the showrunners of the shows, time. yeah, there's, and, they're, and they're great about their crossovers, and the, the showrunners of those shows, though, they're way too smart. It's not going to be something where Supergirl starts showing up every four episodes and the other shows to save everybody. Because well, also, she's not very good at her job yet. <laughs> I think it's a moot point, because I don't think this crossover is going to happen more than once, because I think it's going to be a consequence of the multiple Earths, and that's probably going to get be a one-off? Yeah, it's going to be a one-off, and I see it getting solved at the end of Season 2 of Flash. They're going to seal all the Earths back into their little corners. Because we know Crisis on Infinite Earths doesn't happen for like another 14 years in the Flash TV show, because we saw the newspaper. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And let's not forget that uh, Gotham's just sitting there twiddling its thumbs like, when can, when, when can we come in? That's because nobody wants to play with Gotham. Yeah, no, and that one was designed to not be part of the universe. The, the best they did there, terrible. Well, the, the best they did there, and it was an <laughs> Easter egg that doesn't actually show crossovers. There's a Queen Consolidated logo in the Gotham cityscape somewhere in season one. I think we talked about it on this show. In fact, got, got ham. ham. So, not got ham. I'm going to toss it to you. What was the other rumor Bleeding Cool had about DC TV shows? So the other rumor, which I'm really, really, really excited about, obviously, Why? is... You, you better temper that excitement, because it... I'm about to bust your bubble. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, don't make Naki cry! <laughs> don't make me cry. I'm having a really nice morning. I've been hyper as you were. fuck. I'm really I amazed. think Chris is about to ruin it. Oh, I shit. For, I vote for making there, Naki cry. There's a rumor... Which apparently is not true because I'm guessing that's what it is that Chris is going to say to make me cry. Uh, that Constantine will be joining the second season of Legends of Tomorrow. But, and this is something I already know, they're stating that Legends of Tomorrow is so costly to make that it might only be a one season thing. That's what I was going to bring up to shatter your world is the fact that there might not actually be a season two of Legends of Tomorrow. Even if because it does it's well. it's so costly. Yes. It's an expensive It is a very TV costly show. show. What were they expecting? But the caveat yeah, is... That was, my, that was kind of my thought, where I was like, well, I mean, you got everybody who needs, like, the CGI and all that stuff in one show. So, that's going to cost you. Know, what, other than what, Canary? Like, yeah. she's the only one that's not using some special effect, right? And Rip Hunter. Yeah, I think so. He's got a gun. Well, no, he's he'll got be got the time machine. 
yeah, he'll be popping in and out of reality, That's but the time machine would be, you know, less used as, as compared to, like, the cold and hot guns, but, yeah, like, can you hear the only one that doesn't have a special effect power? Quickly, get your time machine. Let's go back to about early 2000s and bring back Birds of Prey to add in this. Well, I think you're going to get uh, a variant of Birds of Prey at some point. It's possible, Yeah, I'm just... I, like... I'm really excited with the with the idea that Constantine could be back on TV. And I was, okay, so I was listening to the episode that you guys said I wasn't going to listen to. So fuck you guys. <laughs> Operation Knock You Down uh, didn't happen. Obviously. I don't even remember what we said, to be honest. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> so, you know, fuck you guys. Obviously, I'm still here. So, And this clam does all the bacon, apparently. So, so can you refresh me what it is we actually said in there? Because all I remember is we laid a trap to see if you'd listen. I don't remember what the trap was. I think there was a couple. Well, so the first thing that you guys said was, Naki's not going to listen to this. All right. Well, we were almost but, right because you didn't. That was, we told you we laid a trap. I'm three weeks behind. I'm sorry. I don't just sit there and listen to my own podcast. I listen, I like, there's, there's podcasts I do listen to. Anyways. So anyways. So that was the first thing. The second one was that Willie is the new Naki, but he doesn't provide enough clam bake for that. I try. Um, That's true. I vaguely remember that. I told you, I tucked um, it in. Oh. And rubbed it together <laughs> really fast. That bakes it up. And then, and then you all decided that this was Operation Take Naki Down, which obviously didn't work because I was back the next week. And then... Uh, <laughs> I might need to read and then. And then we were talking, then I only got halfway through, to be honest with you, because my car ride was over at that point, but um, the uh, the last thing that I heard was that Chris wanted to watch Constantine. Oh, yeah. And that is he true. couldn't, and he couldn't, because there is no legitimate way to watch Constantine, and it still rings true, I think we're three weeks later. Um, I have not found a way that I could legitimately watch Constantine. So and I'm I really legit, disappointed. Yeah, I legit thought that would be something we'd bring up in there, and you would have a feedback either to make fun of the fact I'm late to the party or join in with me on bitching about the fact I can't legitimately watch it. And I'm on. I'm with the bitching with you because I, I want to rewatch Constantine. Seeing Constantine on Arrow was like holy shit. I want to watch this series again, even though it, you know, the 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 ending is so ooh my insides, but um, like. I, I so want to watch it again because I enjoyed it that much, and I, I it's so disappointing that I can't <laughs> I can't legitimately watch this show anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, SP has some questions about your uh, podcast listening in the chat room. There, Naki. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! SP is oh. asked, "You listen to Legends of Shield, right, Naki?" I listen. Okay, so of the Gunna Geek Network. Um, I can't listen to Legends of Shield because I don't watch I don't watch the Shield show. <gasps> um, I turn on Starling Tribune every now and then. Uh, it depends on if I actually got to watch Arrow that week. On behalf of us, we uh, apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do right. listen. I I do listen to Gunna Geek. Yes, and I do listen to Better Podcasting. So I've got four of the Gunna Geek networks. I also do listen to Unqualified Gamers which I know uh, him and Cody have his own thing going on. And uh, um, the other one that I listen to that is not Gunna Geek related is Radio Lab, so, which is my science news. I like I science. I see how it is. Nokia doesn't listen to my li- shit. I do <laughs> listen. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. I do listen to Nerd Alert. I do listen to Nerd Alert. You, you almost oh, hurt I've listened, this, this I've listened to heart. the first three. 
This was my I listened heart. to the first three go. Nerd Alerts. You broke. I haven't listened to Nerd Alert yet. Oh, you're all fired. God damn it, Anthony. <laughs> well, at least I'm better than Anthony. I've listened to the first three. See? New Naki. Shut up, Aunt Willie. <laughs> so we, up, we've Willie. gone completely off the rails here, as per our normal. So I'm going to say, uh, Willie, what's your news this week? All right. Uh, uh, you guys, we're all right, right around the same age. You grew up with Nickelodeon, right? I did, indeed. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember Hey Arnold, right? I do. Apparently, Nickelodeon is making a TV movie that follows from where the se- where the series ended. Really? Yeah. Did you did you see the guy who voiced Hey Arnold? He's hot as fuck. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that. <laughs> like, okay, I know, I know, straight dudes. I knew straight dudes who were like, dude, that guy. I mean, that man's got the lumberjack hotness going for him. Looks a little. Uh, looks a little hip hipster to me. Your face is a hipster. What? I don't know. I think that one fell about ten feet short of the goal. I don't know. You've got you've got the beard thing going and the hat. You could be oh, hipster. Because I'm a manly man, and I just need to shave my so head. So am I. I don't want to. I don't want to show you my unkemptness. I got. I got. I got to be pretty. You know. Video. I'm so confused <laughs> here. But what this could p- potentially mean is that uh, old series like Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, or The Wild Thornberries could also get its uh, sequel TV movie. That they, kind of interests they, me a whole they, lot. They tried doing Ren and Stimpy. Did you not see that? On Spike I TV. Did. Was, is this, oh, yeah. is this the was, guy you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, look at him. Wow. Look at him. Yeah, he looks like a hipster douchebag for sure. Thank you. He's got the lumberjack look. That's that's a hipster beard. At least he doesn't that's do the man bun. And the hair, yeah, the his hair is just barely loose from his man bun. He took it out for the photo. The, I think the picture I did see, he did have a man bun, I believe. Oh, dear. <laughs> I knew it. All right, then that's But whatever, I knew straight guys who were like, damn. Anyways. Point. Like, new knocking. That's not the point. <laughs> no, 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 is that no, what the no, stick no. is going to be now? He's trying to point you out. He's, he's going to get enough points that he gets to replace Naki. That's his goal. It doesn't work that way. As one of the two originals on this show, I don't think that's how this works. <laughs> Naki, I'm about 98% sure that you can outlift me, but I will see you in that damn cage. Let's go. <laughs> I got you. I got you. you I got know, my money on Naki. Your your ass, your ass. You do know uh-huh. Naki's a former Muay Thai fighter, right? I will still try. And she's cybernetic. <laughs> yeah, and she's a Cylon. I will she go robo Muay Thai your ass. I am. I'll pull a Johnny Cage. I am. I am clam punch. That don't. That it doesn't hurt nearly as bad as me sausage punching you. All right. So. <laughs> I was tucked in already. <laughs> All right then. So that was some great news that uh, Willie had for us. What do you have for us, uh, Anthony? Uh. <laughs> Clam punch. <laughs> oh, by the way, the episode oh. title is Oh, It's Tucked In Right Now. Oh, It's Tucked In Right Now. Nice. Uh, my news of the week is that Chris doesn't agree, but for a lot of people, for about two minutes, the world forgot about Star Wars because yeah. uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. on, I think it was, it was Jimmy Kimmel Live, right? They came on and uh, Robert Downey got to drop the one sheet which the official poster is the one with the star across both their faces. And then um, Chris Evans um, hilariously said, well, if I'm going to give my news, I, I, I need to be in the A seat. And he literally made Robert Downey Jr. get up and swap chairs with him, which was hilarious. And he's like, I brought the trailer. 
and they actually showed the first full trailer for uh, Captain America Civil War, and there is some damn good stuff in it. So um, We get to see Black Panther kicking ass. Well, Chris? So here's all you need to know about why it doesn't overshadow Star Wars. They had to debut it on Star Wars Week at Jimmy Kimmel. I rest my case. <laughs> well, I'm saying, it's not like it overshadows it, but for two minutes, I totally forgot that Star Wars was coming next month. Because for two uh, minutes, I was completely hyped about the Marvel Universe again. Chris, that's actually the reason why it overshadowed, because it came out on Star Wars Week. said, oh, well, here's some Captain no, no, no. America. They had to use the Star Wars bankability to do it. Now, oh, don't do get me really wrong. Think that? I'm not happy. I'm not unhappy about the fact it came out. But I went in, at the end. I was like, hey, Star Wars is still out next month. I'm good. And I honestly expected this trailer to come with Star Wars. So the fact it came out when it did surprised the ever-living crap out of me. Yeah, but uh, it's it's a damn good trailer. Lots of people are freaking out because yeah, you get to see uh, uh, Black Panther like kicking ass and full on running in front of Steve Rogers at super speed, which was cool looking. Um, He's on I actually left. rewatched it. Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther, that's right. What, Chris? He's on his left. On your yeah, left. Is it on your left, C. On Rogers? Left. And then um, I actually rewatched it and uh, paused things, slowed it down again when I rewatched it at work, and uh, paused to see what it is that Thunderbolt Ross hands Steve Rogers when he's telling him about how basically there shouldn't be unregistered superhumans. And the big giant like uh, packet that looks like a bill that's going to go to Congress is called the Stergovia event. Scovia and Accords. it says. Or accords, yeah, for registration of superpowers. And so basically they're taking the Stanford incident in the Marvel comics where the New Warriors blew up a town and killed a bunch of kids, which it wasn't the New Warriors that fucking blew up the town. It was goddamn Nitro. It's not my New Warriors' fault. Motherfuckers. <laughs> they blamed them, but they didn't do it. It's fucking Nitro, punk ass. They're taking that event and replacing it with the fact that basically Ultron lifted a city and dropped it on part of the planet. And so they're using that as the instigating, of, instigating incident to say that anybody with superpowers needs to be registered with the government. And yeah, the, the idea of bringing in Thunderbolt Ross to try to push it is hilarious. Because it, it's so perfect. He's that just that perfect type of asshole to try to say, no, everybody's going to work for me now. And, and of he's, course... He's no longer no. General Thunderbolt Ross now. He's Secretary of State Thunderbolt Ross is what has come out now, too. Oh, they actually said that he's Secretary of State? Secretary of State is what io9 had in their breakdown of all the stuff that was showing up in the trailer. Nice. Ooh. Okay, so then I definitely want to see Rebelope slap the Secretary of State, because that would be awesome. Well, we do know <laughs> Hulk is not in Captain America Civil War, but he will nope. be appearing in Thor Ragnarok. Um, also, yeah, and the only, I think we see a glimpse of every character that's going to be in it, except for Spider-Man. There's still no reference or shots of him in the yeah, trailer. And the fact people got pissed that, oh, you didn't show Spider-Man in the trailer, get off your high horse. He's only going to be in it for like five minutes, probably, which is a bit of an exaggeration, but he's not going to be a main player. In this movie, yeah, and Black Panther. Were people yeah, complaining about Panther, that? Yeah, yeah people, people were bitching, which is hilarious. Yeah, I don't know why he was bitching because yeah, he's not going to be the main character in it. And why would you waste him in the first trailer? Exactly. There's going to be at least three more trailers it's, it's before trailer it drops. One. Yeah, That's there's going to be three more trailers. We're going to get. I'm hoping what we're going to get is a lot more uh, Wakanda and more references to uh, Chikala and like you know the Wired magazine cover and all the other stuff that uh what, what's his name Bozeman has done, because, I mean, he's been doing all sorts of, you know, like the fake press stuff, setting up all the stuff that they're going to have for uh, for his character, which, yeah, I'm excited for that, because uh, that kid is such a fantastic actor, and that suit on Black Panther looks 
fucking badass. Marvel Marvel has their actual Batman now. Because that was Batman without the cape, is what that was. And he was looking awesome. See, I thought it looked cool, course, too. And then other people like, it looks like a Power Rangers ripoff. I was like, really? Really? Shit, if you need a Power Rangers ripped off Black Panther. <laughs> but that ended, yeah. We, we could see a sequence with Steve and Bucky just going, just going down and whooping the shit out the of Iron Man. Team. That sequence, like, there's one quick part of it that the where, like, they're tossing the shield back and forth, and there's a little yep. kind of glitchy CGI part. But I think that, I mean, honestly, that's just, it's the first trailer, and it wasn't quite cleaned up perfectly yet for the timing on it. But still, yeah, that sequence looks awesome. So, yeah, the idea that we're going to get to see basically Steve and Bucky just start slapping around uh, Robert Downey Jr. in one of the suits, I'm excited for that. It's going to be a fucking badass movie. Until he calls in the house party protocol to kick their ass. What house party? He blew up all them suits. He's already made more. I mean, look, he's already in his third suit since the last movie. Yeah, more than likely. And we already saw War Machine has a new suit, and I felt bad because it looked like War Machine had his arc reactor ripped out. I was gonna say, you yeah. also see in the trailer, yeah, that War Machine's on the ground, and fucking Tony starts holding him crying, because fucking apparently Rhodey gets his ass whooped. I mean, the big thing we saw in this is they gave us an idea of who Team Cap is. They didn't really give us much of an idea of who Team Iron Man is, aside from Iron Man and War Machine. But we already yeah, knew. Yeah, well, I think like... that's where Spider-Man's going to come in, because I think they're going to stick to Parker going with Tony Stark. I think you're going to have Ant-Man play the role of Spider-Man and be the flip-flopper in this one, too. Could That's be. my conspiracy theory. I mean, and yeah, because we last, know he's in it for sure. Yeah, one last thing. And if you remember the Ant-Man post-credits stinger, they talk about bringing Tony in for help when they've captured the Winter Soldier. They say he can't because of the Sokovia Accords. So we finally got that yeah. tie-in in this trailer. So that presumably happens after Thunderbolt Ross shows up with the Accords. So just an idea of timeline. It's tough to figure out that because there's a crap ton of stuff going on. I am excited. Indeed. Though. It's just I'm uh, excited I am for very Star Wars. excited. Oh, I, I would agree. I am more excited for Star Wars, but I am so hyped for Civil War now. It, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, Civil War's up here. Star Wars is still down here for me. Really? I was never quite the Star Wars guy. I'm sorry. I, I watched them. I know the story. I was never... I was Every day I'm becoming more and more the Star Wars guy. <laughs> I mean, I am interested in seeing the new one. It's like I'm like, oh, I don't care about it at all. I still want to see it. I'm just not going to be a day oneer with all that damn crowd. I have a Death Star tattoo. <laughs> I already got my tickets. <laughs> Naki is for just so meek. <laughs> Death Star, right there. I have it. Man, I have I Yoda got a Star on Wars my tattoo I, yet, but where's Yoda? Yoda, Yoda, Yoda? Oh God damn it! <laughs> watch that. It's right next to the robot penis. Yeah, oh, she yeah. just hit her head on the microphone. I was about to say, watch hard. out for that mushroom stand. Uh, every day it's in my ear. Every day it's in my ear. Every, so you... ti- <laughs> every time a mushroom stand happens, a biscuit gets its gravy. Uh, so, if you want to hear more about the Captain America Civil War trailer, there's some coverage up on GunnaGeek.com, and I will, sh- I will self-promote here and say there's an episode of Nerd Alert News that came out late last week that is all about the Captain America Civil War trailer. And I was lucky enough to have three other folks join me to discuss that. And it's about 30 minutes of us dissecting it and geeking out. So go check nice. that out over at nerdalertnews.com. Part of the Gonna Geek Network now. See how I did that? See? Bam. Smooth. Bam. Bam. Yeah. Like butter. Like, like butter. butter. Like butter. So like butter. Like you butter. Guys, you guys want to play some games now? Is it time for some uh, clever cosplay? Is this going to be like Saw? Yeah. yeah. So well, I'm going to play game. my, my ultimate favorite. Yeah. <laughs>
Ah, that robot penis. I want to play a game. No, the worst thing I get anymore is when someone walks up and just whispers, Jessica, from Jessica Jones. It freaks me out. <laughs> okay, so that freaked me out That's for a the second. They lick your cheek. Wait, yeah. as my first, okay, so as y'all, as sometimes y'all have figured out, my first name is Jessica. So when I thought that, it was the, as in the Naki, like the rock. I, I, I am the Naki, but uh, Naki happens to be my middle name. So uh, my first name is Jessica. So a bunch of people who know that I uh, have watched this show have now come up to me and go, Jessica. Isn't it creepy? Oh, God, That's... it's awful. It's awful. Well, I'm going to get the audio of David Tennant doing that and send it to you as a ringtone. Oh, thanks. You're the best, buddy. I'm here to help. And that little boyfriend can creep her out whenever he wants to just whisper her name into her ear. No, I'm just I'm just imagining him uh, changing my text tone to that. <gasps> that would freak you. Well, he is in the chat room right now. So, uh, Keith the Destroyer, when you get a chance, please change her text tone to Jessica. And anytime she falls asleep with her head on a desk or something, you have to lick her cheek to wake her up. Ah, ah, Wait, doesn't he do that? Before, before does he not? Yeah, and because she's passed out on her desk, and in her memory, he whispers her name and licks her cheek, and that startles her awake, scares the shit out of her. See, even prior to Jessica Jones, if you lick my cheek, I will punch you in the face. I don't handle licking well. Do it, Keith! Do it! Keith, do it and then block. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> do it and then run. <laughs> run. Yeah. You might want to run then. That, that's a good way. That's a good start is to run. But remember, I work out. <laughs> so since we're talking about Jessica Jones, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. SP has said Jessica Jones was Keith tough to get through, it. especially episode 10. He almost quit. I'm up to episode 8 now. I've really been enjoying it, but I'm getting creeped out regularly. Like the whole... Minor spoiler, the whole scene in the cop precinct when the purple man just takes over all the cops, creepy as all hell. I was so, yeah. like, after watching that show, and, and boyfriend over here can attest to this, I was just so somber, and I was like, I feel dirty, and I don't feel good, I don't feel happy, <laughs> I'm just, there's so many emotions, and I'm, like, it's really good, don't get me wrong, it is, it is good it is just brutal at yes. times and i'm just like oh god and i kind of want to watch show. it again and, and the show well did done. Its job. yeah it's a very good show it's very tough it's very dark but different than daredevil because the dark here is more psychological than i'm going to go and kick a bunch of ass and yeah. be mad i think that's why i like it i almost like it more than daredevil i don't know where i stand if it's if i like daredevil more or jessica jones more because it is two very different shows because one is one fucks you up psychologically and one fucks you up physically so you can take your pick on which one you want to deal with yeah and i honestly can't say which i like more <clears throat> because i haven't finished yet once i finish it i'll probably have to stop and think about it right now i lean daredevil a little bit more but that's because i really enjoyed the kingpin but I really enjoy I really David enjoy... Tennant, though. So. I really yeah, enjoy Tennant's psychological awesome. like horror. So does anyone think they had David Tennant play it very similar to the Doctor in tone and expression just to creep people out more? I don't I don't know if that was intentional because I, 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 I feel like they he would be that charismatic asshole. Like, that's what he would be. I don't think that that was something that was, hey, be more like the Doctor. I think he was... I think he was playing into his role very well. That's fair. 
I also really enjoy the fact that people are melting down on Twitter right now. Like, I can't enjoy Doctor Who anymore because of seeing <laughs> David Tennant like this. I'm like, don't you guys know he's an actor? He I acts. I fucking told you that was going to happen. I told you that was going to happen when they rumored Tennant as the Purple Man. Yeah. I said if he actually got to play the Purple Man right, people would flip the fuck out. So no, I, I think they, it's it's coming off a little Doctor Who only because they let him give the character more personality than Kilgrave actually has in the comics. Yeah. Because Kilgrave is, I mean, he's kind of just a psychopath and he's not really charismatic because he doesn't need to be. He just makes everybody do everything. And I think they, they what they let Tennant do with the character to build up the, the charisma a little bit made it to where it, it came off a little more uh, number 10 just because he gave him a personality. That's not that's not unfair. So I see in the chat room the draftsman said Jessica Jones is good. Now he wants to pick up the Alias comic books. I'll let you know the Alias books are all on sale in Comicsology right now. They're ninety nine cents an issue, so I picked up like the first twelve so I could read those. And they are really good. Yeah. There's some there's some iffy artwork um, depending on you know what style of comic book artwork you like, but the stories are fantastic. Yeah, I've greatly enjoyed. I've only read like the first three issues because I'm just behind. But I think uh, that's why I had a problem reading the Alias comics is because I couldn't get through the art. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the art myself, but I'm really enjoying the story that's being told. If that makes sense. Yeah, on camera is is it Malikev? It's one of those guys that has a really hard line, um, really heavy on the blacks, uh, inking style for the artwork, and so it's it's not very like superhero comic booky. But yeah, the the stories are great. So if you can get past the artwork, because yeah, it's just it's not everybody's cup of tea. But they are really good books. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm just watching Naki make this little penguin thing dance. It's not a penguin. It's an adipose from Doctor Who. It's a, it's a penguin. I don't watch a lot of Doctor Who, guys. This is a living fat bundle. This is this is where all my lost weight is. Is is adipose right here? Is in your adipose? <laughs> Um, this is a this is a tenth Doctor reference, which is why I brought him out. So I see. Apparently, I re-ate my adipose because I'm I'm putting the weight back on. <laughs> well, that's so. what happens when you when you switch from working six days a week to four. Are you guys and donuts. And donuts. So and looking donuts. at the time, we're 35 minutes in. I think it might be time for a little clever cosplay. You guys in for that? Yay. Uh, yeah. All right, let's transition into that then. <laughs> my favorite bump of all time. Tranny music. Mine too. My favorite bump ever. So for those that aren't familiar, Clever Cosplay is when we take some cosplays we find on the internet, both the good and the bad, sometimes the intentionally bad because it's more entertaining, and we kind of rate them and talk about them and say what's our favorite and what's our least favorite. This week we have four of them that I'll pull up on the screen share, and I think I'll ask, hmm, who do I want to give this first one to? I'm going to give Willie D. Nelson this first one to describe to our audience here of the four. This is one I more categorized in the good slash clever category. So, Willie, what do we have here for our very first cosplay? Oh, wow, that's actually really nice. Looks like we have a uh, Peter Pan, and then we also have a second Peter Pan in blackface. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is the worst description ever for someone that's not actually All right, right, I'll really do it. Okay, it's Peter Pan's shadow. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of enjoyed the whole Peter Pan in blackface. Peter Pan in blackface. Technically, it would be Peter Pan in black body. Like, it's everything. But I, I see what you meant. Oh, that's bad. Peter Pan in blackface. So, <laughs> so the, the goal <laughs> is 
the goal is on all of these, because some of them will be good, some of them will be bad, we have to say at least one nice thing before we get into what we don't like. All right, I, I, do, I do enjoy that uh, Peter Pan, the original, uh, has or the colored version, has uh, Tinkerbell on the belt. Oh, That's so correct. does the uh, Shadow. A Shadow version of Tinkerbell, mm-hmm. That's correct. Yep. So, so, Naki, what do you think about our Peter Pan cosplay here? Are you, do you dig it, or is it weird you out? Because I can't no, tell I, your facial expression. I, I actually really like it. This is not the first time I've seen this cosplay. Okay. Um, so, I, I like it. I like the concept of it. I'm more concerned for the girl in the back in all pink and Ugg boots. She looks so <laughs> concerned. I don't, like, she looks like she's about to, like, drop, drop trowel and poop. Right I'm not, re- yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on there. A little concerned for her. Other than that, like I, I like this. <laughs> I like this cosplay a lot. So, Anthony, what do you think about the Peter Pan cosplay? I love it. I think it's awesome. I'm actually trying to figure out if those are like sisters or twins, because I mean, looking at their faces, like those could actually be twins, and that makes it even creepier and so amazing. Because that's a fantastic cosplay to have two characters done up, just you know, head to toe identical like that. So I think Peter is just a hair taller, but it could just be the angle of which things are taken because the shadow is slightly offset. I'm not 100% sure. And the hat. And the hat. I, I will. Yeah, the hat, hers is Peter's yeah, rather. The one hat's going straight, straight up, up and the other one tilted back. And it looks like it's just sitting on the hair, not quite the head. Right. So my personal opinion, it's incredibly clever. I mean, who, who would have thought, hey, you be the shadow and I'll be Peter Pan and we'll walk around together at the con. I think it, it's really clever and it's really well done. Now, what if you have to separate, though? Well, then you've just got Peter. Well, I mean. If you yeah, read... then it's easy because Pete is then running around looking for his shadow. Yeah, I mean, no, there's no. a lot of fun you can have. Have I'm you seen my shadow? One. I like it. So are we ready for the next one? I'm going to take this one. Because... Do it. All right. We're going to Ninja Turtle land this time. And this is, uh, it's clever. But uh, for those that aren't familiar, this is a Raphael the Ninja that. Turtle. We've got a guy who appears to be in a, yes. a green sweatsuit and has painted the front turtle shell onto that sweatsuit with some musculature. And on the back seems to have cut out a cardboard circle and taped it to his back that's made to look like a shell. He has uh, red bandanas tied around his elbows and his knees to resemble the knee pads the turtles wear. And instead of wearing an actual turtle face mask, he's got just a bandana and he's uh, rocking it out. Looks like he's about to go take on the Crips. (laughs) Okay, that's quite possible. (laughs) So for, for a quickly put together costume, I think it's pretty well done. There's a lot of attention to detail when it comes to the shell. That's my compliment. I do like what you think. I'm trying I do to like, figure out. It looks like it was like the top of an ottoman or something. It's possible. He did take the time to make it. It looks no. I can see the. I, no, I, no, no, no. Don't take it like that. I can see the effort he put in. It looks really nice. And in all fairness, we don't know if it's Raphael. He's not holding weapons, so it could be any of the original turtles. Too. Exactly. That's Ooh, true. I went the animated series and was thinking red for Raphael, so I stand corrected. It could be any one of the turtles. It has changed. The original since turtles 19... were all red. Yes. This is this has changed since 1989 though. They are no longer all red since 1989. So Knocky, we're talking like I'm just saying we're talking like 20 almost 26 years, 27 years, sorry. Yeah, I'm an OG turtle fan back when soldiers their heads chopped off. I know, I still have run. all the original I still have all the original run. <laughs> I'm just saying it's been since 1989. Come on. Some of us are old enough to remember things since 1989 and before that you children. So I remember things before oh. 1989. I, I, was, I was four. Barely. I was four, too. <laughs> Go, Team Venture! So I, what I, other I, comments do we have on the Ninja Turtle clever cosplay here? Um, I, I, You know what? 
for it being a, uh, this looks like a closet costume to me. Same here. Which, you know, for it being a closet costume, it's pretty well put together. Um, actually, I think that thing on his back is a decorative plate. I don't think it's something he painted. Like a serving I, dish. Yeah, like I think it's a serving dish. That could be, actually. Uh, yeah. That's a good call. So, I, you know what? For being a around-the-house closet cosplay, I would totally think that that works for me. Yeah, I mean, looking at that dude's kitchen in the background, it looks like he was ruffling around trying to find that serving tray to tape on his back because his kitchen is just a terrible mess. <laughs> yeah, it is. If that's a mess. Yeah, you for something, see mine. something done quick and inexpensive and yet probably from all stuff that he had at his house, it's, it's good. That's true. I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's pretty, it's pretty clever. And well done for a quick costume. And I try to find ones like that, not so we're making fun of people, but we're like, hey, I admire your ingenuity. But, Naki, I think this next one I'm going to kick it to you because I know you're a resident Borderlands fan. I am. So I think you might enjoy this cosplay. It's a two-for-one on this one. So are you ready? I don't, I don't know. All right, here you go, Naki. Here is the two-for-one. It's Moxie and Dr. Zed! Oh, See, man! I, I find you good stuff that people like. Okay. Hello, nurse. Um, so, that was an unintentional side effect. So, Moxie, Moxie is a very popular cosplay. Um, I've seen some that are really good. I wonder why. Some that are really interesting. Um, I, I'll just say interesting because they they put effort into it, so I can't say that it's bad, and I feel bad by saying that. But it's interesting. This one looks like they put a little bit more effort into it. They didn't do the cell shading, which is kind of disappointing because that's like the really good cosplays that I've seen of Moxie they've done this incredible cell shading that they've done to their costume this just kind of looks like it's permanent marker rubbed over um, but the Dr. Zed is is also not cell shaded so at least they match in that sense and um, but they they basically got that down with even with the with the latches on the apron um, the blood spatter and everything like that um, Actually, really, I, I enjoy this. I, the only thing that that bothers me with Zed is honestly he doesn't have enough blood on him, and I thought um, the same thing. <laughs> and with Moxie is that she tried to be cell shaded, but she only kind of half assed it. So I wish she would have either gone either no cell shaded or completely cell shaded. She just kind of is in the middle there. But I really I like both of them. They did a good job. Um, I I love Borderlands for those of you who don't know. So like. Two, these two characters, while they're minor characters, um, are very enjoyable characters. I really need to finish Tales of the Borderlands because I heard something happens to Scooter, so I really no. got to finish that. No. Not Scooter. Not Scooter. I like him. I, do, I don't know if it's true yet because I haven't finished Tales of the Borderlands yet. So. I love Scooter. <laughs> I fucking love Scooter. I know the, the guy who voices him is a friend of mine. and uh, Really? Yeah, Mikey Newman. So I'm, I'm bummed awesome. now, so... So what what do the rest of you guys think about these uh, Borderlands cosplays? Let's go, uh, Anthony Bachman. What do you think on these ones? Um, Naki's thing about the blood. I'm thinking, you know, noticing background characters with that little girl behind him going to a con. Maybe the guy decided he didn't want to be quite so covered in blood, so that he wouldn't, you know, scare kids. But no, I, these are fantastic. And yeah, the chick looks hot. <laughs> It's really hard to be Moxie and not be hot, though. Yeah. yeah. The way Moxie dresses. So the, yeah. Apparently, it's a cleavage and thigh costume. That's, that's oh, yeah. a good costume. That's all. That's literally like I was debating doing a Moxie costume when I was doing when I was building costumes, and I was like, I would feel so revealed in this. I couldn't. I. I just. I'm not comfortable showing that much skin. It's I, ugh, too much skin for me. And for you, listeners. 
I've only played Borderlands 2, and so I never saw these characters. But yeah, they're, they're, they're both, both fantastic-looking costumes. They're both in 2. They are. You can, like, you, I never got as far in them. You go into Moxie's bar, and you go into yep. Zed's health center. Uh, Zed is missing a bandit arm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he needs to be carrying one around at all times. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so I, I, it's very hard for me to say something you guys haven't said. I'll just say the attention to detail on these costumes is really good. They didn't go cel-shaded on it, but it's very, very close to what you see in-game. So kudos to them, and kudos to pulling off yeah. a group costume. I wonder yeah. if they had another group of folks they were joining up with at some point to have a whole Borderlands crew. The attention to cleavage is also pretty nice, too. I knew Indeed. someone was going to say that. I'm wondering when people are going to start making claptraps the way they do the R2-D2 club. They already do. Oh, yeah, they do. They, they do. haven't seen one running around a con yet. They, um, when I was at PAX 2013? Yeah, 2013. Oh, it had to be 2012, because 2013 is when Keith and I got together. So 2012, um, there was a robotic claptrap rolling around. And then there was another one that was a stroller... But, like, they put the claptrap body on top of it, and the kid was inside. That was funny. Nice. See, I think it'd be awesome to build something like that, but then have it be, like, your storage unit for all the stuff that you're buying at the con. That's so also hollow nice. out the inside so you can fill it full of, you know, and soda. <laughs> so I have one last one left. This is a, a team cosplay. So, Anthony, we'll kick it to you first, but we can all chime in to help you describe some of these team members there. Are, are you should prepared? I be taking a drink now? or should I, I, I think I'm prepared. Are you prepared for the Avengers? The Avengers are here. Oh, wait. I get the I, shit one. I'm, I'm, <laughs> glad one? I I'm glad I didn't take a drink. Now I can. So, wow. Th there's four of them here. There's four of us. So why don't you pick one and start with that description, and we'll just work our way down the uh, chain to make it fair. All right. I will go with uh, I stole the mask off the back of a box of cereal Captain America. <laughs> yeah, he's literally got a mask that's covering part of his forehead. <laughs> it doesn't even cover his entire forehead. It looks like he took his uh, four-year-old's uh, shield away from him, bought a Captain America shirt, and then borrowed somebody's helmet. It's a lot of taking stuff from other people to make that costume. So I think that Captain America mask he's wearing comes off a greeting card. Because there was one that was card? like a punch-out cardboard mask for kids on greeting cards. So I or actually, I, no, I think that's the one from Lowe's. They did the build-a toy where you could go in and do each Avengers vehicle. My uh, nephews were doing those, and you could pick up masks for all the different uh, Avengers. I think it's one of those. I really enjoy that they're all standing in front of a Canadian flag. That is also fantastic to me. So I'm oh gonna take God, I that. I'm gonna take the Iron Man one because what I love about this is the great irony in there that his suit is made out of cardboard from alcohol and Tony Stark is a well known alcoholic. So like he's got a Jose Cuervo faceplate for a helmet. His uh body armor is uh Crown Royal it looks like, and he has a Jack Daniels arc reactor. I think that is <laughs> absolutely hilarious that they did Tony Stark out of cardboard from alcoholic beverages. I feel like that was on purpose. I, in an uprage, I, I feel like uh, it's completely on purpose. Willie meant to say Alpha Flight, not okay. Alpha Force. Alpha yeah, Flight. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get your Canadian super teams right. There's only fucking one. Go America! <laughs> so honestly, the Jose Cuervo Iron Man might be my favorite thing out of this group shot, especially the fact he's also got the horned helmet. That's great. Yeah, it is, it is nice. See, I, I, have to I have to argue with you there. I, no, cannot, I cannot stop staring at Hulk. And I think it's, I think it's because of the eyes being askew. <laughs> and they're googly eyes. 
yeah, and their Hulk's, googly eyes. So, so try and describe it as best you can for the audio listeners how the Hulk looks. <laughs> so the Hulk is in a is in a Zentai suit um, with some sharpie drawn on muscles. <laughs> muscles. And um, a drawn on mouth of of rage, like it's just open, with a really is badly drawn nose. I think so. And with a really badly drawn nose. But to be fair, noses are hard to draw. They are. And then They're not um, that hard to draw. They, they are if you're drunk. <laughs> the eyes are askew. Like, the left eye is much higher than the right, with some felt eyebrows that are supposed to be making the angry eyes. And I don't know if that's, like, a leftover dust mop or something. It uses the black hair, but that's kind of what it looks like to me. Um... And, uh, yeah, so I can't stop staring at the Hulk because I, I'm just, I, I don't, okay, so I don't understand how Zentai suits work, mainly because I'm a person who can't wear contacts, so I always have to wear glasses, so it just makes me think, like, I would be fogged up and really uncomfortable in it. Um, but, you know, kudos to you all who wear Zentai suits. He looks like one of the characters on Sesame Street that rode the short bus and is just super tall. I'm going to say it looks like a Sloth from the Goonies if he was green, because the eyes. So, we, we've got <laughs> one Sloth last... Muscu more muscular. Yes, we've got one last Avenger to describe. Why don't you, Willie D. Nelson, describe Thor to our audio listeners? All right, this is a picture-perfect Thor. you got the long, golden, blonde hair. you got the winged helmet. You even have Mjolnir down there, and you got the little plate, the little circular plates down the chest. He's just looking a little frumpy. He looks like he's having fun with it. That's what I was going to say. That dude looks like he's just yeah. got the, he's tickled pink with these costumes. He thinks oh, it's he, hilarious. He knows oh, he, it's a joke. Oh, no, no. He got into an Iron Man stash. Oh, he's an Iron Man stash, yeah. I think they all are. <laughs> he's the one that drank the Jack Daniels. Yeah, Hulk <laughs> finished off the Cuervo and then drew his face. And Caps is pissed because he's like, I don't drink. Yeah. So the draftsman in the chat room says, that I feel like bitch. Thor is getting overlooked. The guy is big, long hair that's blonde that actually looks like a Viking. He needs Indeed, he is the closest to character. It is true. My question is, how did Hulk lose his teeth? He's, I don't know. He got punched he real hard. There's too much wrong with that. Really hard. <laughs> he grinded him through nothing. So we'll wrap this up. We've got four clever cosplays to discuss here, and I think they're all group ones, if I recall correctly. So what I need to ask you guys is, what is your favorite, and what is your least favorite? So as a quick refresher... For anyone who's watching live and listening, our four costumes, we had Peter Pan with the shadow. We had uh, a Ninja Turtle, homemade. We had Mad Moxie and Dr. Zed from Borderlands. And finally, the homemade Avengers. So, Anthony Bachman, which one is your favorite and which one is your least favorite? Uh, my favorite would be uh, Peter Pan and the shadow. That one's fantastic. My least favorite is the turtle because you can't identify which turtle. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can if you got out of 1989. <laughs> but I like it there. It's nice and warm. He needs a weapon. He needs a weapon to show you which turtle he is. Therefore, his costume Well, he, he didn't have weapons in his kitchen where he got everything else for this costume. <laughs> Money was good in the 80s. Let's go back he there. Been, he could take a stick off a broom. Donatello. So, Willie D. Nelson, which one is your favorite and which is your least favorite of these costumes? All right, if I was going dirty, I would say uh, Mad Moxie by herself. But for quality, <laughs> but for quality, Oops. I'm gonna have to say uh, Peter Pan for sure. Peter Pan. So, yeah. which is your least favorite then? God, you gotta go with that turtle. The I'm turtle? sorry. Different reasons, <laughs> Naki. Different reasons. <laughs> it's just quality-wise. But for, for for all time, just 
good, just fun. Everyone just having a blast. Have to go for the Avengers if I was going for the best. It just yes. just because they're all there, they're having a great time. Except for Captain America, he can go somewhere else. So you know what? I'm actually with you. I really enjoy the Avengers costumes just because for homemade, they're a lot of fun. It's like these are guys that threw something together for Halloween. The Captain America one I think is bad. I mean, just period. He didn't put much effort into it. These other guys put a lot of effort into their costume. Like like I said before, that Iron Man costume is fantastic with everything being made out of alcohol boxes and containers. It's hilarious and well done. So I honestly, and I'm not saying this to troll, my favorite's the Avengers just because of mostly the Iron Man, I'll be honest. And my least <laughs> favorite, it's probably the Ninja Turtle also. And, and it's not fair of me to say that. It's just because it's the least high quality one that's in here, I think. So, Naki, what is your favorite of these? So, I think of the trying and high-quality-wise, um, I am giving it to the Peter Pan. Yeah, that's um, fair. They had, uh, you know, out of the... They, they, they put the most effort into it, type that's thing. That's very true. Um, of, the, of the just overall enjoyment, uh, Avengers made me laugh way more than any of them. Yeah, so I guess um, I should caveat also. I would agree with you. For enjoyment, Avengers would be my favorite, but the best one is Peter Pan. Let me clear that up. Yeah. So, like, and don't get me wrong, the Borderlands ones are, are both very good. Um, but I think that if I was to compare these two as to, like, quality-wise and everything like that, I, given, I, I would give it to Peter Pan. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. So that's this week, this round, rather, of Clever Cosplay. I look in the chat real quick, and I see that Layla said uh, Borderlands was awesome, but those Avengers, though... They're pretty good. And then Tasha said Borderlands was great, but needs to play those games. They're super fun to play, and I think they're on Steam sale for the winter sale. I'm not sure if they're still on sale, but you can get them for dirt cheap on Steam if they are. So yes. go and play and them. Chris, I think they were, they were on sale for $9.99. Yep. Chris, Sorry, just because she love it, it's Leila. Okay, my bad. <laughs> shame. Shame. Send the shame I know it, it, looks, it looks like it. Her name gets mispronounced all the time. <laughs> my, my apologies when you catch up to the chat room. After you get angry at me, you'll hear Anthony's correction, and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting we're all getting uh, corrected by Anthony today. It's That's right. Alpha Force. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> A lot. One Canadian super team in 50 years, and you can't get their name right. What the fuck? Well, so, see how well that comic did. Let, let's mm-hmm. start... Let's start wrapping up the show because we're about 56 minutes in. So we'll do a quick wrap up and that's basically we'll get into what I'm into. It's our chance to share with the audience what we may get into, what we're planning on getting into, and basically try and convert you to our geeky causes. So Willie Nelson, what are you been getting into, sir? What are you planning on getting into? I've been battlefronting a whole lot, having a grand old time. And uh, the, the I'm, next week I'm going to be venturing out a little bit. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched the Game Grunt. Game Grumps. Yes, I fucking love Game Grumps. There was an episode a while back where they had they were playing an Oculus game called I have it up here called and nobody explodes. Where pretty yeah. much one person has the Oculus Rift on and they see like a whole suitcase or something shaped with a bunch of different like uh, bomb things on it where you have to defuse each part of it, and they don't know how. The people who are not looking at the screen or see what the the person with Oculus Rift has like a 23-page manual that they have to both talk to each other and describe what they're seeing, and they have they to have defuse a, the bomb. They have a Steam version of that now, where it's not just Oculus Rift anymore. But anyways, uh, yes. Well, no, no, that version you don't have to have Oculus. It just it supports oh, okay. it. The the oh, okay. second development kit. I looked it up because I'm getting it next week. My buddy's going to print out the uh, the whole uh, manual. So it's going to be some fun times. You're going to have fun. 
That game looks awesome. And we're I was actually just playing it recently, too. Actually, there is a game on the PlayStation 4. It's part of the Jackbox Party Pack 2. It has called Bomb Core, where everyone has um, on their phone, you have to defuse bombs on the screen. But you're, you play with your phone, kind of like we play when we play Quiplash. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone has a different like uh, note for the bomb. So we were playing with three people. Someone has page one, someone has page two, and someone has page three and four. And you each have to like kind of work together to figure out which wires to cut. And uh, cool. and it wouldn't be uh, another week with Willie if I didn't get a nerd block. Uh oh, what'd you get this time? Well, first of all, I'll go ahead and stand up this shirt right here. It's a mix between uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and Back to the Future. Nice. You see the DeLorean flying away with uh, Marty hanging onto that that strand. And uh, let's see, got a nice little. Uh, Star Wars 16-month calendar. Let's see if I can get the glare off. There we go. Ooh, with Kylo Ren on the cover. Oh, he's in here a whole lot. Oh, there you go. Just random one. Bam. Spoilers. Oh, I'm not sure Let's if there's any spoilers. It's just a picture of Kylo. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not really a fan. Who's a fan of Sherlock? Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch looks like an otter. I'm told. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I'm probably gonna give this away to somebody I know. Maybe as a Christmas present. A little. Uh, Titan vinyl figure of Sherlock himself. A nice, uh, nice little uh, picture. It looks like a, it's a Bill Murray from a movie I've never actually heard of. I had to look it up. Uh, a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III. Interesting. But it's a, I like the picture a whole lot. I like how it kind of just drips down. That is cool. Some Salvador Dali looking shit. Oh, yeah, and... Um, and if you guys... Who likes National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Of course. Oh, yeah. Who loves Uncle Eddie like me? No. He's just... Really? But do you remember the cup he was drinking out of? Vaguely. Okay, that's pretty cool. They get, they get nice. a nice little shot glass of it. The moose head and everything. That's pretty cool. The Griswold eggnog glass. Yes. I wanna get, I'm going to try and find a full-size version of it. And then the last thing, since it is since I knew Christmas was coming up and this was going to be the last box for Christmas... Uh, I did mention Firefly was coming back. They, what could be in this nice little box? Oh, that's so cool. For those who are listening, it says Engineered by Firefly on the top of the box. Oh, yeah, and uh, if you open up the box a little bit, it has a Let's Be Bad Guys. Nice. Is this yeah. made by Quantum Mechanics? Uh, says, a tiny uh, pistol. Ripple Junction. Interesting. But I open it up. Nice or is it little, the keychain? Uh, nice little design, and then I pick up a Christmas ornament. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Serenity. Or, or, Sweet. That is badass. Well, it, that, it has some heft to it. It has some heft to it. That's all. That is pretty nice. So Very I will be cool. getting my first loot crate, basically, sometime this upcoming month because I ordered the special edition Mass Effect one. Oh, but I think they're going overboard on those because I saw there's a Star Wars one now that cost 100 bucks. There's a Call oh, of Duty Jesus. one. I was sitting there. I was like, no. No, too many. Too many of these, but I'll get my first <laughs> loot crate this upcoming month, and I'm kind of intrigued to see what comes in it. I, I do have to say I'm a little biased on uh, Arcade Block and Nerd Block just because you get a t-shirt every month, guaranteed. Right. So the Mass Effect one supposedly comes with an N7 hoodie, and I am totally on board with that because anyone who knows me knows how much I love my uh, Mass Effect. That does sound pretty sweet. I love it so much. I can't even begin to put into words. In fact, I love it so much I'm going to switch my lower third for the rest of the show. I don't believe it. <laughs> Did you have that preset up? Of course. I have like six different presets in my lower thirds. It keeps erasing <laughs> mine. 
Yeah. I have like nine, but mine don't want to ever work. That's that's <laughs> that is why you fail. So I'll go next, and we'll let Anthony wrap things up on what we've been getting into. Like I said, I've been watching Jessica Jones. I am on episode eight, or I just finished episode eight. I can't remember which. Very fun. We talked about that earlier, though. I've been playing Saints Row the Third on my PC just because it's my ultimate chill game. When I just have a couple minutes to kill, I go in Saints Row the Third and I go and blow stuff up in Steelport and drive around and do random heinous acts. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Black Friday. I got in a little bit of trouble, but not a ton. I just bought Blu-rays mostly. There was a oh, bunch nice. of Blu-rays on sale I needed, so I got like Mad Max Fury Road for eight bucks, which is coming in. I got Jurassic World for ten bucks. What else did I get? I got Arrow season three and Flash season one on Blu-ray for twenty bucks each. Nothing too crazy, but all stuff I needed that I've been holding off on. So that was what I did there. Also was able to pick up Dragon Age Inquisition Game of the Year edition or whatever with all the DLC for thirty-five bucks last night. So when that comes in. That's my next game to probably start playing on my Xbox because I have not bought Battlefront yet because I played the beta and I was like, meh, it looked pretty. Oh, it looks you guys are very enjoying pretty. It. It's very pretty. That's one of the most prettiest games. Uh, they got the lighting effects down. So did you see that someone's put not a patch but a mod out there for the PC version to give it more realistic graphics? I did. It, it looked good. It looks, yeah. You can go find videos of it on YouTube, which is not the best way to do it justice, but watch it in HD on YouTube and you'll be like, holy crap. Or look at some of the HD screenshots that people have made, and it's hella impressive. And that's a technical term. Trademark. All things good and nerdy. 2015. Hella impressive. So that's really what I've been getting into, and I'm pretty sure I have an idea of what Anthony's been getting into, because SP just asked him in the chat, did you unbox your Star Wars crate yet? (laughs) Oh, no. Not yet. Um, Yeah, I got my Smuggler's Bounty. Um, I stayed home for or didn't do anything for Black Friday because, yeah, it's crazy to go out. The only thing I tried to get was they had a lightning deal real fast for uh, Until Dawn on Amazon. I saw it. Literally popped up on my phone. By the time I clicked it, they were all fucking gone. I'm like, come on. So let me caveat my Black Friday shopping real quick. I did it all from the comfort of my home on the Amazon app and BestBuy.com. I did not go anywhere for Black Friday. Which is the way to do it. I I, I was unhappy because, yeah, that was the one thing that I would have wanted, but get that because they had it for whatever i don't know what the percentage was they dropped 60 dollar game down to 1999 and so yeah it disappeared in like a minute yeah same uh, thing so, happened with dragon age inquisition i was watching it literally pushed add to cart and within 10 seconds they were all sold out game yeah, of the a, year i'm telling you this is my yeah, game of the year i'll be getting it eventually just yeah not at the moment and then yeah thursday uh for my day off i enjoyed quiet because the roommates are gone so i've had four days of nobody else in the house and all I did Thursday when I left the house was to go see Creed. And Creed is fucking Rocky Seven. It is an amazing film. Michael B. Jordan is badass. And it's awesome seeing Stallone return as that character. And it is full-on Rocky Seven for the, the people that weren't sure if it was just a cameo or something. He is the second like second main character in the story. It's just not, you know, written and directed by Sylvester Stallone. But it is very much uh, the seventh Rocky film. It is a fantastic movie, and having just watched Southpaw, which I finally downloaded, Southpaw is good, but everything Southpaw tries to do, Creed does. Creed has the heart of a Rocky film, and so yeah, it's if you're a fan of any of the Rocky films, go watch Creed. It's worth seeing in the theater. It is a great, great movie. And yeah, Michael B. Jordan is going to make people forget about Fant Forstick with Creed because he's that good in it. I already he forgotten got, about it, and he got huge, dude. The kid must have put on 40 to 50 pounds of muscle. Jesus. Since his last film. He looked gigantic. He basically looked like a miniature 
Carl Weathers, which is insane because Carl Weathers was huge as Apollo Creed. Like, that boy was stacked. I mean, you know, he, he stood toe-to-toe with Schwarzenegger in Predator, you mm-hmm. know, and was, you know, not not as big, but fucking close. And, yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan got damn big for Creed. But, yeah, um, I got my, uh, my Smuggler's Bounty, which is why I'm pimping my uh, First Order snow, snow Trooper with nice. uh, Pop pop looking with his giant helmet. So I got my shirt. And then, yeah, the, the box is super cool. You got the Kylo Ren on it. And then, of course, with this one, it's powered by Funko, so it's all about the Funko stuff. They did um, a pen and a patch. So you have a pen and a patch from the First Order, which is going to be nice because I'm going to be adding those to my bags, especially if, because this one is only every two months. So if those keep coming, I've got a bag that I put pins on, another bag that I put patches on. So if I keep getting those each, you know, every two months, that'll be awesome. They did a lanyard, which also has a a um, first order uh, stone trooper on it and it says Star Wars The Force Awakens so this will be my new con lanyard for any con that doesn't actually give out a lanyard to you and then the, the two big things are uh, Funko Pop figures because they did three exclusive to just this box so the only way to get them is in the Smuggler's Bounty so I have the TIE Fighter without the stripes there's one that has stripes on his helmet one that doesn't I got there's get that glare out of there I got the all black one so, just a cool-looking little TIE Fighter pilot. And then, you know, the, the, the super badass Brianna Tarth in her goddamn chrome battle armor. We got Captain Phasma in all Ooh. chrome, Smuggler's Bounty exclusive. She is very, very pretty. Nice. Yeah, I, I, was, I was very stoked for her. Yeah, it's, it's 30-some-odd bucks after the shipping and handling, whatever, but to get two pop figures and a t-shirt every two months, I'm completely fine with it. That'll be the one one box thing that I'll be getting. Plus, I thought about you know all the other ones like you know Loot Crate and Nerd Block and all those. Star Wars is the one where I know if I'm getting something Star Wars, unless it's a box full of Jar Jar, I'm going to be happy, which I don't think they're dumb enough to do that. I hope they so, do yeah, I'm, I'm excited to keep getting this one. Just so, yeah, they'll do one just to mess with people. And then um, I finished off last week's comics. Uh, Tomboy number one from Action Lab's Danger Zone, one of their new uh, adult imprint books. Crazy-ass story about a kid getting killed and um, his best friend dealing with it. It is really, really good. Um, Much better than I thought it was going to be. I read the write-up in previews, and it just seemed kind of weird. It is a fantastic book. Um, Birthright is still the best fantasy book coming out. Um, Eat to West is awesome. So a couple other ones from Image that are just really, really good. But Birthright is the story of basically a kid gets lost, pulled into a fantasy dimension, and comes back to Earth as a full-grown adult who's like Conan the Barbarian plus sorcery skills. And it's by the end of the first issue, you realize that he's not the hero that everybody thinks he is. It's a great book, and the artwork on this is gorgeous. And it's, it's uh, flipping back and forth between him as an adult in our world dealing with consequences and then retelling the story of him in the other world where he became the chosen one and how he was trained and all the demons and crazy stuff that he fought. Just an awesome, awesome book. Got the first issue of Superman American Alien by Max Landis, the guy that wrote uh, Chronicle and uh, American Ultra. Uh, specifically picked up this book because each issue is basically a different mini-story, and each issue is drawn by a different artist. Um, local badass comic artist... Uh, Joel Jones, that grew up here in Boise, now lives in Portland, drew one of the issues, which is the only reason I got the miniseries. But the first issue was drawn by Dakota, the guy who does the artwork for East of West. 
fantastic book. Really cool story. Uh, basically, the first issue is about a very young Clark Kent, like eight years old maybe, uh, learning how to deal with the power of flight. And so each issue he deals with something different. Really good book. Um, and then there's a, a short one-page interview with Max Linus in the back talking about how he came up with the idea and what the, the series is going to be. Fantastic thing. I think it might be my favorite uh, Superman since, uh, what was it, Birthright? Like it's a really cool take on Superman. I'm, I'm liking that one. Waiting to see you know, each, each, each issue having a different artist is going to be kind of cool. Uh, Scotty Young, I Hate Fairyland. It's written drawn by Scotty Young. The fuck else do you need to know? Gertrude is awesome. <laughs> so real quick, you... it has been requested that you uh, Instagram the Bounty Roundup if you don't mind later. Uh, I can definitely do that. And then uh, Walking Dead, they're dealing with Alpha and the crazy people that wear zombie skins. It's a fucked up book. It's way better than the show. If you enjoy the show at all, you should definitely get on the comic. And then uh, Robert Kirkman's best thing that he actually does, Invincible Reboot Part 2 or 3. The reboot now has the question mark at the end of it. They changed the, the title on the top to A Superhero Universe So Well Constructed It Doesn't Need a Reboot. Question mark. And so two issues into it, Mark is supposedly in the past and dealing with knowing everything that's coming in the future. He uh, confronts his dad before his dad has a chance to kill the Guardians of the Globe and tries to convince him not to do it, and you get to see the fallout from that. So a, a Mark Grayson that knows what Omni-Man is going to do confronts Omni-Man before he attacks the Guardians of the Globe and murders them all. And so it's, it's fucking great, because at this point you're still not sure if Mark really is in the past or if he's in like some pocket dimension. They haven't proven anything yet, but supposedly next month the reboot ends. So great great comic book. It is the best superhero comic book that's coming out right now from any of the companies. So if you like anything that Kirkman does, you should be reading Invincible. Fair enough. So in the chat room, uh, Draftsman's asked, have you seen that Dark Knight 3 is out? I have, and I haven't picked it up yet. I just decided, you know, to hell that I'll wait and I'll get the trade. Yeah. Azarello is also... Much, I, too many variants. Yeah, and don't forget guys, Azarello is basically the main writer on this with Frank Miller chiming in from time to time. That's my understanding at least. Yeah, and I mean, it looks cool, and I've seen a lot of the great artwork and stuff, and unlike most people, I actually enjoyed the second one. Um, I thought there was some cool concepts, what he did with the Flash and the Atom and the Dark Knight Returns, but yeah, it's it's not something where I had to rush out and get it. I'll grab the trade when it gets finished. I'll sit down and read it all at once, and I'll, I'll enjoy it better that way. And yeah, I've been doing uh, the Battlefront, living in my PS4, and then uh, whenever I don't feel like dealing with assholes on Battlefront, I've been playing Lego Batman 3, which is basically Lego DC Universe. It's very Because at good. this point, I've played, I think, every member of the Justice League. With about three hours of game time, I've played every member of the Justice League and four or five of the members of the Legion of Doom without That's having unlocked sweet. anything yet. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic, fun game. It's Lego. What, what more do you need to know? Those games are great. It's the best way, like, if you want to kill half an hour and just, you know, let your brain rest, go play a Lego game. It's it's a great way to re reset your brain. Yeah, so you have gotten through it, folks, though. Draftsman has put Invincible on his pull list now. Nice. Yeah, yeah it, it, anybody that's a fan of superhero comics, it's awesome, because Kirkman is one of those kids you can tell when you're reading Invincible. He read all the, you know, all the stuff growing up, and he covers every cliche in Invincible. So you see every cliche that ever happened in Superman and most of Marvel comics, he deals with all of them, and then he always puts a twist on it that you don't fucking see coming because Kirkman is just damn good as a writer. That's not... Yeah, that's a good point. Kirkman is really good. 
especially in Walking Dead. Oh, and, and public service announcement for folks. Se- mid-season finale of The Walking Dead airs tonight on AMC. Tonight as we record this, which is November 29th, 2015. So uh, That's right, so tonight's the night. If you are not watching live and you're behind, I strongly suggest you mute the Walking Dead hashtag in your Twitter clients because I'm sure people are going to be live <laughs> tweeting the ever-living crap out of that. More than likely. Yeah, I watch it season by season now. I just wait for it to drop on Netflix. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, I, I do too. It's been so good lately that I don't really care about the show. I'm very behind on the book right now. But looking at the time, we did run super late. If you've been watching live, you probably saw that Naki dropped off. And if you're listening, you're like, why well, haven't I heard Naki lately? She had internet <laughs> issues, and she had to reboot her machine and said she probably would not be back on. So if you want to know what she's been getting into, tweet her at one nerdy cupcake on Twitter. That's Is that with a one or spelled out one? I can't remember now. With the one. With the yeah, one, I yeah. So, number. Yeah, with the number one, not spelled out one. Give her a tweet and ask her what she's been getting into. I'm sure she'd be more than happy to share with you guys. Or hit her up on Instagram, because she's all over on Instagram. All over. So as we wrap up, I just want to give a quick reminder to folks, you can find the show at atgnpodcast.com. We stream live every Sunday there on geeks.live, which is the Gonna Geek Live page, and channel three of Alpha Geek Radio. We're all over. If you want to give us feedback, you can hit us up on Twitter at atgnpodcast or at Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. Finally, if you really want to get a hold of us, feel free to give us a call on the ATGN hotline. The phone number for that is 304 304- 806-ATGN. You send us a message there, we'll play it on the next show. We like we like talking to our fans that way. It's a lot of fun. But all that being said, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Willie, Anthony, you guys have any last thoughts for us as we get out of here? I have one thing. I'm going to I'm calling out somebody right now. I'm going to call out one of the unqualified gamers. Uh-oh. John, he has a PS4, he needs to add me. Willie D Nelson. I'm calling him out right now. <laughs> So this is where I point out he probably doesn't listen to the show. I'm probably guessing that too. I'll listen to him, so I will find out. You need to tweet directly at him and be like, "Hey, add me." Do that it. sounds like he wants to add me. I'm Bach2099. Fair enough. So I think that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Don't worry, guys. We'll be back soon. By soon, I mean next week. And just as a quick <laughs> heads up, the next live show you can find on Geeks.Live, the live page for the Gunna Geek Network, is going to be the official GunnaGeek.com podcast tomorrow evening at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. So feel free to check that out. And we are going to get out of here. So we'll see you next week, guys. And have fun out there. That's all I got. Later. Peace. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Do, 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 do.